Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this episode of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm Cornell Wright, your host, the People's Lobbyist. Today, cousins, I want to talk to you about five things I think are important as we start to think about what's wrapping up this month of March and how we want to start moving forward in the rest of this new year. Welcome. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas is intended for the participation of responsible adults of legal drinking age who wish to engage in substantive virtual discussions and social drinking for entertainment purposes only. Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas does not advocate the abuse of alcoholic beverages. Choosing to participate in any of the drinking activities shared in the program should be made with moderation and caution and is the sole responsibility of the user. So cousins, sometimes in the role of being a people's lobbyist, I have to try to present you with information that you may have already heard before. Certainly some of the topics I'm going to mention have been in the press, in fact all of them have, but you may not have seen them all in a combined package, if you will. I'm trying to provide you with that information so you can start to get an understanding as to how the way we perceive things, the way information comes to us, can start to have impact on the manner in which we process it and also the manner in which we start to understand it to decide what actions we want to take to move forward. That moving forward action, cousins, is our engaging with our political officials, engaging with one another, once again trying to do what? Take the best of you and I so that we have the best us we can, which is the best United States of America possible. So within that, cousins, let me talk about five things that were kind of important each individually, and when you look at them in, comp in composition, I think are significant for us to move forward. The first one is that within the last month, the FBI director came out and determined that Antifa, that you may have heard of that organization, anti-fascism, played no role in the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. None. That information had been brought out by a number of different people, and you and I watched it on TV, cousins. And if you may have watched the Black Lives Matter in Washington, D.C., oh, back in the summer of 2020, and you looked at the composition of the crowd at the January 6th, it really didn't seem the same, did it, cousins? So if someone's going to make a claim that that was Antifa, I think, as I've used before, you're going to believe me or your lying eyes. Cousins. It was reported, cousins, that in January of 2021, former President uh, Trump and his wife, the First Lady, had an opportunity of getting COVID vaccines while they were still in the White House, which means prior to January, but prior to the inauguration. So cousins, I think that's a long way of appreciation and growth from someone who described the COVID-19 as being a hoax almost a little less than a year ago. More specifically, cousins, for all of you who may be hesitant about getting the vaccine as a result of the positions that President Trump formerly took, former President Trump took regarding it, please consider that he's taking the vaccine. You ought to get the vaccine as well so we can all get to the point of having the herd immunity so we can all be comfortable at the large gatherings, at concerts, at picnics, at football games, you know, football. Those kind of events that we want to get back to enjoying and appreciating together, which is a part of what? Us. Here's the football. So also, cousins, it came out just a couple weeks ago that Sidney Powell, she's an attorney 
that was part of, uh, at that point in time, President Trump's legal team talking about the fraudulent activities associated with the 2020 elections. By the way, none of those fraudulent allegations have been proven. And even more so, you may have heard that Ms. Powell is being sued by the Dominion Voting Systems Organization, which runs about 40%, to my understanding, of the electronic voting systems in the United States for $1.3 trillion for her defamatory statements regarding the organization. What she was saying is, in multiple sources across all the boards, that those voting elections, that they were fraudulent, and so as a result, we should not have confidence in that information. Cousins, I don't know how many of you believe her position. I don't know how many of you believe that the voting was fraud because of that. But as it turns out, just now, cousins, her legal team is now saying, and let me read this to make sure I get it right, reasonable people would not accept, accept such statements from her as fact, but view them as a claim that is awaiting testing by the courts through the adversary process. Which basically, cousins said, she lied. Okay? Cousins, I talked a couple episodes ago about being honest and being truthful and not lying. So for all the cousins who were buying into her that some of what she was saying was having an impact on you, let me offer you an opportunity to make an adjustment on that. No harm, no foul. Well, there was some harm. But let's come back and bring it into maybe they were working correctly for all of our benefits, and maybe that wasn't the problem that we had with the elections. All right, cousins? Because we need to move forward. Cousins, another factor occurred very recently. It turns out the United States intelligence community, within the last few weeks, also says that Russia, once again, was attempting to influence our election in 2020 on behalf of former President Donald Trump. Now, how do they do this? They weren't, vote, they weren't messing with the voting machines, and they didn't mess with the voting processes. That was determined by the intelligence committee. What they did do was provide information to members of the Trump campaign who then used that information incorrectly to impact and try to put a negative impression on President, now President Joe Biden. Cousins, back last year I talked about how misinformation and disinformation are used by our enemies to try to tear us apart. This is a classic case of disinformation on the part of a foreign government trying to influence our elections for their purposes. The question you have to ask yourself, cousin, is why would they want to have President Trump elected again? You see what I'm saying? But within that context, all the intelligence community came out without exception saying, hey, they were trying to mess with us again. Cousins, we have to start recognizing that all the information we're getting, and that comes from the top to the bottom, we have to understand and source the information in order to make sure we're having critical thinking associated with it. So what? We don't get fooled. All right, cousins? It would be a terrible thing for us to be torn further apart, because we already are in many instances. I want to help bring us back together. Being torn apart by misinformation and disinformation about people who want to what? Take advantage of us not being working with each other. When we're together, we're stronger. When we're divided, we're weaker. And people definitely exploit that on all levels. Right, cousins? I mean, it's always been the truth. And finally, cousins, let me just be honest. We all know about the terrible shootings that occurred down in Atlanta, in which a number of members of our Asian, American, and Pacific Islanders community were killed. 
by, as it was described by whomever was the police person talking about it, he had a very bad day. I'm sorry, that's two wrongs that don't make a right. First of all, there was somebody going out there killing cousins for no reason other than something I think is a hate crime. That's my opinion. You tell me your opinion. And the second is that whoever came up from the police department making statements talking about he had a bad day? No, cousins, no. And when a guy talked about he was acting upon some problems that he has in order to inflict some personal harm and deadly violence on other cousins, there's no way to describe that, cousins, other than being a hate crime. That's violent. Do we really need that in our society? The answer, in my opinion, is no. You tell me. Leave some comments if you think, all right? Because unless we start to understand this, and then what, what's going to happen? I can predict that the discussion's going to be, oh, well, you know, he was a lone actor, which he was, and he was suffering from mental illnesses. All right. Well, cousins, you talk to my wife, she'll tell you I have a bad mental illness once every now and then, right? Not to say that I am, because I think I'm a pretty reasonable person, and you determine that, but that's no reason to go around killing cousins. And so what is it about this that's happening to us, cousins? And so, sure, you want to talk about mental illness? Yeah, that's important. But let's get down to the root cause of what that mental illness is. And let's not get caught up here in the woods about, oh, well, this, this that, and the other. And let's go down to what the root cause is. That's the only way to figure out what the real problem is. It's becoming springtime around here. You think about it. If you knock off the top of a dandelion, what happens? It's going to grow back next week. you got to get to the root cause in order to figure out what the problem is. And through the root cause, you can pull that out and get rid of the dandelion. This, this, young, this cousin had some serious problems that were dandelion root cause issues. We need to understand what those are. And if you only have mental health considerations, let's reject those mental health dollars and those programs to those types of root causes. It's not the first time it's happened, cousins. And in fact, across the country, suppose there's been a 150% increase in violence against our Asian American and Pacific Islander cousins. Come on. Come on, cousins. What are people doing? They're working, trying to take care of their families like everybody else. It's all a part of us. They haven't done anything wrong. A lot of people haven't, who are the victims of these crimes, haven't done anything wrong. And some other people are perpetrating that. Let's start to understand what some of those issues and reasons are. So, cousins, leave your comments about any of the five items I described to you today, because my feeling is, they come together to start to make a mental picture of where we are at a given point in time. That's why I'm presenting you this information in this, in this manner. And so moving forward, I'll start to present some other information as we see how it starts to come together, starts to frame and shape our minds and the way we start to feel. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going to talk about the soul of America based upon my determination. And we'll hopefully give you some good insight about how to start looking at things so we can start to change our perspectives and make sure we have a 21st century mindset for us here in the United States. With Cousins, I appreciate your time today. Keep wearing your masks. I got my vaccine, my second one. I can party with some of you. <laughs> All right, everyone continue to take care of yourself. Be well. I care about you. I want you to care about me. And together, us will be better. Have a great day. We are the people